I didn't know who I was without substance. So my relationship with substance was one of codependency. And we see codependent relationships in friendships, in uh, relationships, so with partners, in um, relationships with our parents, in relationships with our kids. So this codependency can be a very, very negative thing. And for me, codependency was me relying on drugs. I didn't know how to be happy or how to feel comfortable in an environment with other people or social setting without drugs or alcohol. Hey, legends. Welcome to another episode of the Interchange Podcast. And thanks for joining me, Ben Lowe, your host. So I do have a solo episode for you guys today. But before we go any further, I do just want to ask a very small favor if you haven't done so already and you've been enjoying the content. And that is please, 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 can you just go and hit that subscribe button and share this with one of your friends because if you can help me to grow this platform, I promise that I'll continue to bring bigger and better guests for you guys so I can provide more value. But anyways, back to what we're going to talk about today, which is my relationship with substance. That's right. I still do have a relationship with substance, although these days it is a positive one. So back to where I was a few years ago, for anyone that doesn't know my story, I was smoking ice every day and this was for about eight years, so from the ages of 18 through to about 26 and the only time that I wasn't high was when I was in prison. So I spent four years locked up across six different stints uh, and this wasn't actually my rock bottom. Rock bottom was me for me was actually getting out of jail and realizing that I didn't know who I was without substance. So... My relationship with substance was one of codependency. And we see codependent relationships in friendships, in uh, relationships, so with partners, in um, relationships with our parents, in relationships with our kids. So this codependency can be a very, very negative thing. And for me, codependency was me relying on drugs. I didn't know how to be happy or how to feel comfortable in an environment with other people or social setting without drugs or alcohol. Hey! Hello, sorry for interrupting your podcast, but I just wanted to quickly jump on and tell you about the must-have personal development tool for 2023, and it's called the Happier, Healthier You Journal. So I'll take you back to about six years ago. I'd just gotten out of jail for the last time and was starting my journey of personal development and growth. There was heaps of gurus, heaps of information available, but so much so that it became confusing. So I came up with the Happier, Healthier You Journal to help you to navigate what can be an absolute minefield. From the very get-go, You open the page and it'll challenge you to dive deep with self-assessments, daily activities, and check-ins to figure out exactly where you're at, where you'd like to be. And then from there, the journal becomes the tool to help you to bridge that gap. So to get your hands on this, click on the link below and don't forget to use Interchange 10 at checkout for a cheeky 10% off. I'll see you back over on the episode. Now, this is the thing. Uh, As a young boy, I was quite timid. I wasn't very confident. And I actually found my confidence and found my place in the community when I came to taking drugs because I didn't really feel that I had a place in the community prior to, I guess, smoking pot and then smoking ice. And obviously, for anyone that takes drugs, you'll understand this, but everyone's your best mate if they're getting on the bag or they're getting on the pipe or they're getting on the piss. Everyone's your best mate when you're doing these things. So you've got so many friends, you've got a place to be. And I didn't know where I belonged without these things, which is why I still used them for so long. 
I had a, I had, I still have a high need for significance. It's one of my highest of the six human needs. And significance can be a positive or a negative. So for me, it was I needed a power when I was younger. Okay, I needed to be seen. I needed to be known as number one. So when I sold drugs, this was something that helped me to become important or become desired by other people. And then that became a negative trait also. Whereas now the significance is around, I want to be remembered as someone that had a positive impact on the world. So you can see how there's two sides of the same coin, but one's positive, one's negative. Anyways, so back to that relationship with substance. So for a very long time, all I knew was Benny on the pipe or Benny on the bags or Benny on the the bottles. You know, it doesn't matter. But Benny on substance and that's the only way I could be happy. So I'd work all week. Uh, this is after getting out of jail and obviously after I stopped smoking meth. And even though I was stopped smoking meth, I was doing coke and I was drinking piss and I was partying and I was writing myself off. And I wondered why things just weren't going the way that I wanted them to. And I was blaming everything else. You know, it's this business. It's this lifestyle. It's this... Uh, this line of work. It's the people around me. It's everyone else's fault but my own. And when it finally occurred to me that it was actually my relationship with substance that was causing a lot of these problems, it was a massive light bulb moment for me. And I'll go through that in a second. But anyways, so I didn't know myself without substance. I, like I said, I couldn't be in public um, public settings or social settings, I should say, without being high or being drunk because I just didn't know who I was inside. I had no confidence in myself. So I faked it till I made it and um, had some friends, had some people around me that, you know, I thought were, were great at the time. And, you know, this is the thing at the end of the day, they're not necessarily bad people. They're just doing different things to what I'm doing now. And so we sort of went our own separate ways when I stopped partying so much. And this is the thing, a lot of the time, you'll probably find this as well, is that a lot of the people you're surrounding yourselves with, they're probably there because you are a good time when you're on the piss or you are a good time when you're on the bag or you are a good time when you're partying. But if that's all that you have in common with the people that you're surrounding yourselves with, is that really something positive that's going to help you to move towards where you want to be in life? And look, if you're listening to this podcast and you're happy with where you're at, perfect, that's so fine. I'm not having to go at you guys. I am trying to aim this at the people that are interested in personal development and are interested in growth and are interested in becoming the best versions of themselves because I can guarantee right now, if you're getting on the piss and you're getting on the bag every weekend or even every day or whatever it might be, you're not the best version of you that is possible. You are not living your purpose. You're not living a life that fulfills you. I can guarantee that. Anyways, so I walked away from all that stuff and I started to realize that I really didn't know myself. And this is where I had to really invent myself, really reinvent myself and fix my relationship with substance. So by fixing my relationship with substance, I started to have a better relationship with myself. I started to realize that I was enough, that I could feel good without substance, that I didn't need that thing anymore and I didn't rely on it for the happiness in my life. This took time. And it took a lot of heartache, a lot of loneliness too because like I said, everyone that I knew was taking drugs, was you know drinking every weekend and doing the same shit that they've always done for, for however many years. And I just knew that if I continued to do this, I was going to stay stuck exactly where I was at, which was broke, um, not happy with myself, not happy with where I'm going in life, not happy with the things around me. Anyways... Fast forward a little while to like, I guess, where we're at today. And this has been an ongoing journey. It doesn't happen overnight. This is six years in the making. It's been six years since I got out of jail. And every little bit of the way, I've managed to 
step up a little bit and fall back down and step up a little bit and fall back down and step up a little bit and fall back down. But the thing is that these stepping ups and falling back downs, the tips and troughs, I should say, they get further and further apart and the tips or the peaks that you're at, the the, the feeling good and the doing well and the, the uh, success in your life, if you continue to focus on that, you'll continue to get more of that. And this is the thing, I'm not saying you won't ever slip back up. But when you start to fix that relationship with substance, I can almost guarantee that the tips will be a lot higher than the troughs and you'll have a lot less of the troughs in your life. So now, I do have a healthy relationship with substance. I can go out with people who are drinking, who are taking drugs, and I'm not even phased by it. And this is the thing. I can also do this now where I'll go and maybe have a drink. And this is the thing, like for anyone that's following me thinking that I'm straight edge and I don't drink or don't take drugs at all or won't ever do it ever again. Sorry, you're following, you're following the wrong person. There's plenty of people you can follow for that. I'm not the right person because I'm, I'm openly going to say that there's going to be times in my life where I still might have a drink from time to time and I might still have a line from time to time. I'm sorry, that's just who I am. I'm not actually sorry. I'm not sorry at all. That's, that, that is who I am. But what I'm trying to say is that now I have a healthy relationship with it where I know that if I go and do those things, I can pull myself back together on Monday and yes, I'm going to feel like shit and I'm not going to blame anyone else but myself for that. I'm taking ownership of the fact that I'm not the best version of myself for the next few days. But I'm not going to let that then ruin my week because what happens is most people, they'll go, okay, I'm going to drink on the weekend and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they feel like shit. Friday rolls around. They're starting to feel good again. So they're like, let's celebrate because I've worked so fucking hard all week. And really that hard work has just been them trying to wear, work off the hangover, which is then putting them back further and further. So they go and do the same thing again. They're celebrating with a negative thing. I celebrate with a positive thing these days. So for instance, if I have a, something like a big win in my life, I'm not going to go and get on the piss. I'm not going to go get on the bag. I'm going to go for a hike or I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go talk to my friends and have a dinner that doesn't involve alcohol. Either way, I'm celebrating it for me. I'm not celebrating, you know, and then using drugs and alcohol because this is the thing. What happens is you're celebrating something positive, but then you're using something negative to celebrate that thing, which brings you back down. And then it's just like those tips and troughs all over again, right? So let's just say you have a massive week at work. You, you, you're closing deals like there's no tomorrow. So you're like, fuck it. I'm going to have a blowout on the weekend and celebrate. And then you come in the next week and then you're back to square one. And you're feeling like shit again. And then you might not drink for a few weeks and then you, you do the same thing again and same thing again. And then it becomes a habit, right? It becomes a habit of you getting back in that habit of every time you have a deal or close a deal, you might, you might drink. And then it's just like you're not really actually reaching your full potential. And this is the thing. If you're fucking excelling in life and you're absolutely crushing it at the moment and you are drinking and taking drugs... My mind is blown, but your mind should be blown too because you have so much more that you are capable of when you're not doing those things. So think about how much better life would be. All those businesses you've been trying to think about starting or all those things that you've been trying to implement within your business and all those things that you want to work on which are going to make a big difference within your culture, if your business, whatever it might be. The reason you're probably not taking action of those, or not taking action on, the, on those is a lack of certainty and probably due to the fact that you have a substance addiction. So... Rather than having a codependent relationship with substance, depend on yourself and keep substance as something, and this is the thing, once again, if you want to continue to use it, keep substance as something that is a very once in a blue moon, you're using it to celebrate something which is a big thing, but it's not a weekly thing or it's not like just, you know, oh, it's Friday, let's have a drink. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's putting you back further and further. And even if it just comes down to having one glass of wine at night or one glass of wine on the weekend, like... Why are you doing it? Why do you feel the need to? And a lot of people will say that I can stop doing it if I wanted to. I mean, I only drink one drink a night. If I wanted to stop, I could. Okay, well, if you could stop and you're talking about it, then fucking do it. It's simple. Just do it, you know? Because if you're saying that, 
that means you're thinking about doing it, but there's a little bit of you that's holding back from doing it. And that's because you're probably stuck in the comfort zone. And the comfort zone for you might be having a glass of wine at the end of the day because it helps you to unwind. But when you say it's helping you to unwind, it's helping you to probably numb the pain from a job that you fucking hate that makes it bearable for you to go and continue to do that job. I mean, let's just say that you stop drinking piss and you go and get a job that actually does serve you and you know helps you to fulfill your purpose. Wouldn't that be better off than you know using a substance to numb the pain from doing a job that you don't like and actually finding happiness within a workplace that you could work in? Just a crazy thought, but I'm just putting it out there. So fix that relationship that you have with substance because if it's a codependent relationship, you're always going to depend on that for your happiness, for feeling good in life and for masking the pain. The big thing for me was I was using substance to run away from something. I was running away from the person that I was, hiding the negative self. I talk about the three selves a couple of times in these podcasts and it's also something that I work um, specifically in when it comes to the coaching that I do. But we've got the pretend self, the negative self, and the authentic self. And the authentic self is who I'm starting to show up as now, which is fucking incredible. But previous to this, the authentic self didn't get to show up because I was always the negative self. The negative self is the thoughts that we have around what people think about us. You know, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. What about if they think about this? What about if they laugh at me? What about if they don't like me? So instead, I'd show up as the pretend self. And the pretend self is the perceived image that I think people want me to, uh, want me to be. So that's what I perceive people want me to be. And when you show up as that pretend self, it pushes that negative self down for a little while. But when you're at home and you're all alone and you're not pissed and you're not on uh, the bag and you're not high or whatever it might be, then the negative self starts to come through and you have those dark thoughts and those dark feelings around how life could be better and how maybe you shouldn't be here and maybe you don't deserve to have this life, whatever it might be. That's the negative self talking. That's not who you actually are because that negative self has been prevalent for so long that you've pushed your authentic self down to the very bottom. And now... Once we start to uncover that and start to work through the negative self and stop using substance as a coping mechanism, then the authentic self can start to shine through and you might change who you are and you might find that your friends are going, hey, you've changed and generally that's because you've actually done some good for yourself. Once again, back to the friends that you used to hang around that only drink and only party and you're only with them when you're drinking and partying, they're probably not your friends, okay? I had this little saying I used to say when I was a crackhead and you know what the difference between a friend and a fiend is? It's just one letter and it's letter R, right? And that R is it's all it takes. You just take that one letter away and you've literally got a fiend, especially around crackheads. So going to, to jail was a real eye-opener for me. It showed me who my true friends were. And to be fair, like I cussed my family my entire life. I said that I hated them and all that sort of stuff. But now looking back at it, like they were the only people that ever had my back and I'm so forever grateful to, to know that I had that support there and there's very few other people in my life from back in those days that are still in my life today. Very, very, very few. Very few, if any, actually. So it was always just my family that had my back and now I've actually managed to find true people in my life that I can count on, that I can rely on, that are good humans. So that's another thing to look at as well as whether I guess the company you're keeping is just due to the fact that you're partying with those people or are these actually people that you could spend quality time with that are excelling that are going places in life anyways so that's all i wanted to say around the reliance on substance or the relationship on substance so ask yourself do you have a codependent relationship with substance and if you do how would life be different if you're able to let go of that and if you're interested in it reach out and i'm happy to have a chat because this is something that we work through when it comes to the, the coaching that i do with men and women very, very happy to have a chat with you around that. Anyways, legends, I'll see you on the next episode.